listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. My name is Rob. I got a real funky concept. Listen up, cause I'm gonna keep you in step. I got an idea that I wanna share. You don't like it, so what? I don't care. I'm number one, the Uno. I like comp. I bring all the suckers, cause I all wanna stop. <laughs> Bold and black, but I don't. What I want protect all followers, cause all I want is respect. I'm not a doctor, but then I'm rapture. Sleek brother, that can easy out fox ya, cause I'm Rob, the last name base, yeah. And I'm on the mic, I'm the I'm known to be the freshest. Cause I let the start, I shouldn't be too hard. I'm not a sucker, so I don't need a body guard i won't fest wear a bulletproof vest don't smoke buddha can't stand sex cuz hey it takes two to make the thing go right and it's two people here welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen uh that's right we're in the house on a uh sunday a snowy sunday guys for all the people that snowed in you can come hang out with us in the warm uh ac um in the, in the heat you know how it is guys we appreciate y'all for coming through of course uh you can find this show on itunes and stitcher just search the blackout tips we'll come up leave us five star reviews and we'll read them on the show as long as they are nice and and, and funny and all the things that we deserve to be loved and appreciated the way that steve harvey taught us <laughs> uh you can also uh do stuff like um you know go to the blackoutist.com vote in the polls um become uh you know a cool person because cool people do stuff like that you know they go and vote in the polls and and celebrate us um and leave comments and they can sign up for premium the blackoutist.com slash premium uh, a lot of people have been signing up lately i don't know if it's because all this work we've been putting in with the recaps and the reviews and the movies and stuff but you know hard work pays off and we yeah. appreciate y'all yeah chiming in postman's got them tax returns i know it's early but some people get them quicker than others maybe i don't know um whatever it is we appreciate the love um the official weapon of the show is a taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by bevel mm-hmm bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse and curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bonds check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt and get your first month free that's getbevel.com slash tbgwt and first month is free all right um let's get into some podcasting a lot of stuff is happening all over the place i don't even know where to start uh Oh, actually, I do know where to start. It's been a while, but let's do it. question 
you have the answer. So tell me what I want to know. Do you want to funk? Do you want to funk? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you want to funk, let me show you how. Do you want to funk with me? Do you want to funk with me? All right, all right. Now let's talk about this depressing news for gay people. Sorry, guys. Um, all right. Apparently, we got some intersectional like news between black people the black church lgbtq people and it's like a whole thing to unpack all right guys uh kim burrell uh who you guys may know as a gospel singer um got into some hot water guys uh she was given a uh is it a, a sermon i mean I mean, I guess I'll let y'all judge for yourselves. I think I can, can, can play it, but, um, I guess you can call it a sermon is what she was giving. I mean, she was speaking. It was like at a church function. Um, you know, I've seen it referred to as a rant. I don't know if that's necessarily what we would call it, uh, when you're at a church talking. Uh, but this is, uh, the clip, uh, and she's talking about gay people. they always get so uh have to get so graphic like take a man's penis to the face and you suck it down you suck it all the way down to the to you drain it drain it of the semen i'm so sick of it it's really disgusting i watched it 12 times on x hamster on the way up here and it's just disgusting every time you just you just juggle the balls why are you juggling the balls god don't want that Mm, you're sucking on them titties the titties of the devil is what i say satan's nipples is what we call them oh lord no they're not you're just all licking on the areolas you, you know what i'm talking you, 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 you take them out your mouth and you kind of blow on them like <laughs> you know you titillate them titties them gay titties them horrible evil homosexual titties also of note just peep the audience's reactions this is an audience full of people going this is disgusting this doesn't represent my views 
i'm getting up and leaving uh this is horrible you know we, this is what god is about keep in mind the reaction is not one of uh you can hear it it's not a bunch of people sitting around uh mortified okay I guess you're trying to say Bishop Ed Long is because he was being gay, that he's uh, dying, and it's embarrassing for the church. It sounds like that's what she's implying. I don't know. Maybe I missed something, but that's how it sounds to me. But he said it's that new diet he on, though. He said he was on them new shakes. He was on protein shakes or something. I don't know. So I guess she's saying he has gotten AIDS, um, and that's what is really happening to him. Okay. All right. So, um, obviously that's her, uh, point of view, um, echoed amongst many people that were in the church too. Uh, I mean, you can hear it in the amens. Come on, tell the truth. Yes, Lord, all that shit uh she took the facebook to issue something that resembles an apology but then she took it down uh she advertised for a night of praise worship and declaration for 2017 this thursday uh december 29th at 8 p.m the event took place at a church that burrell runs in her hometown of houston according to the official website the ellen DeGeneres show burrell is scheduled to appear january 5th uh she'll be accompanied by pharrell williams because they she's on the soundtrack for hidden figures um so it was gonna be like okay pharrell and i think pharrell's like either a producer on it but yeah, he's, he's also did the, the soundtrack right he's over the most of the music right? yeah like he like he's involved with that film heavily mm-hmm. um so um that was gonna be an issue in 2010 burrell founded the love and liberty fellowship pentecostal overcoming holy church <laughs> yes what if i name <laughs> that's how you got a black church over by the lake yonder <laughs> pentecostal around the corner what you gonna do church? about this right here what you gonna do about th- what you gonna do about the bible homeboy what you gonna are you gonna call this a bigot are you going to call this dangerous? Well, if you do call this and me dangerous, yes, sir, we are dangerous. Um, so, yeah, that's how I like the kind of preaching they have going on there. Um, it says, Love and Liberty Fellowship Church is called to proclaim the gospel of Christ and the beliefs in the 
evangelical christian faith to maintain the worship of god and to inspire in all persons a love for christ a passion for righteousness and a consciousness of the duties to god and their fellow human beings we pledge our lives to christ and covenant with each other to demonstrate his spirit through worship witnessing the ministry to the needs of the people of his church and the community and she's listed as the church's pastor which according to the bible and a lot of the texts that people go by i mean that really should be a thing that women can't do if i'm not i mean if we going strictly by you know the you know the testament apparently uh shouldn't she not be able to get up on the stage and say all that shit you know uh can't be showing up in pants you know fucking everything up you know how y'all are people always take that one quote women be talking in church and then run off with it and say women should be silent uh anyway all this to say um she ended up not getting to go on the ellen show um which far very reasonable i mean the pressure came onto the ellen show of it uh, you know initially and quite obviously the connection is ellen uh, is a lesbian woman why would you give this person a platform especially after she just was caught on video saying this hateful shit um so then ellen and uh pharrell um ended up doing a segment talking about it basically saying there's no room and no space for this and no time no type of prejudice and we shouldn't be you know uh you know shouldn't be given you know given uh what do you call it space for this um because they kind of had to put in a position where you have to explain what a great year this uh, is gonna be i'm for- sorry well you have to explain like one why you had her on the show in the first place and then why you dropped her because you know people are gonna tune in because, and it became a big deal exactly you know i mean it's horrible uh here's here's the clip uh, we know we know um we have to talk about this before we uh we go there was there you were supposed to do a different song yeah and you were supposed to perform it with uh, a, a singer that uh, i actually i didn't know her her name is kim burrell yeah and uh she uh, made a statement she was doing a facebook live and she said some uh very uh, not nice things about homosexuals yeah so uh, i didn't feel like that was good of me to have her on the show to right. give her a platform after she's saying things about me um so i'm gonna let you talk about it for a minute well there's no space there's no room for any kind of prejudice in 2017 or moving on like there's no yeah. there's no room i she's a fantastic it went up singer. and came down she's uh what it went up and came down oh, okay uh all right, i'm gonna play the audio anyway it's not that important okay. i'll keep going i love her just like i love everybody else um, and we all got to get used to that. We got to get used to, um, we got to get, we, we, ha- we all have to get used to everyone's differences and, and understand that this is a big, gigantic, beautiful, colorful world. And it only works with inclusion and empathy. It only works that way. Yep. Agreed. Live and let live, love and let love. Yep. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. And I think, you know, I, I say it all the time. I mean, to me, when I say be kind to one another, uh, I feel that because as someone who has received a lot of, uh, of, of hate and, and prejudice and, and discrimination because of who I choose to love, um, I just don't understand anyone who has experienced that kind of oppression or any, anything like that, how it only gives me more compassion. It gives me more empathy. I want everyone, I don't ever want anyone to feel 
hurt or, yeah. or because they're different. Whenever you see something, whenever you hear some sort of hate speech and you feel like it doesn't necessarily pertain to you because, you know, you may not have anything to do with that, all you got to do is put the word black in that sentence or put gay in that sentence or put transgender in that sentence or put uh, white in that sentence. And all of a sudden it starts to make sense to you, you know. Um, we, I'm telling you, the, the world is a beautiful place, but it does not work without empathy and inclusion. And God is love. This universe is love. And that's the only way it will function. You see, and, and I get it. I, I get that sometimes, like, some of the divisive stuff works in life. We, we've all learned that lesson, right? We learned that lesson last year. And sometimes <laughs> divisiveness works. But you have to choose what side you're on. And I'm choosing empathy, I'm choosing inclusion, and I'm choosing love for everybody and just trying to lift everyone. Even when I disagree with someone, I'm wishing them the best. I'm hoping for the best because we can't win the other way. I am with you. I am with you. All right. So, you know, I think that was a very kind way to look at it and to view it. You know, I don't think, um, and I think a lot of people are having issues talking about it you know um uh, because one there's a lot of people um who uh grew up christian uh there's a lot of people who are black who feel like well why are we always getting stuck with the you know this is the black church and the black people are doing this and black people are the worst um there's a lot of people who uh actually believe exactly what she believes but they're just nice about it they you know they wouldn't say it to your face yeah they wouldn't talk to you about it they wouldn't say it to your face Mm -hmm. they'll definitely sit in that church and clap and not say nothing you know or they'll sit in that church and you know uh even if they disagree they'll they'll still go to that church next week or they'll you know what i mean like they think all the things that happen are in there are worth dealing with this point area where they feel like i disagree um then there's also the people that disagree but don't say shit who i think there's a lot of people like that there's a lot of people that they go out into the world they 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 have you know they associate with gay people they are on social media advocating for gay people they uh, and their rights uh they're people that are um you know understanding of um you know things like abortion and all this stuff like they don't hold the same beliefs as their church but they won't leave their church because church is community to them and it's tradition to them and it's a lot of shit that and at the same time they won't be transformative agents in their church they'll show up and let that shit happen and then they'll they'll just be like pastor was tripping today and hope that they don't talk about it next week or whatever you know um the world is changing outside of the church doors and the church to a certain extent even a black church it's a very conservative agent at times like uh not every church can be like reverend barber's church in north carolina where that dude's a very progressive man who puts out work in the in, in the community and politically to change be a positive change agent but at the same time uh you know i'm not even saying i'm not and i don't know enough about him to, to, to vouch or say he's perfect but i'm just saying you see that man fighting like literally let's go get arrested because we want to get hb2 off the books in north carolina and that's as a pastor you know 
regardless of how you feel about him i know he's in like the naacp and shit and some people have issue with that but regardless of how you feel about him that's a man putting his mouth where his his work where his mouth is like yes i'll go take the charge to because i feel like this is wrong in our society and that's the the work that i believe my religion challenges me to do um so you do have that but that's very rare that's few and far between um i i've always thought like if if it wasn't for that um one thing that racism there's a lot of black people that be voting republican mm-hmm. you know and i mean yep. straight up racism towards us like if it was like we yep. only hate mexicans uh muslims and such and such people would be like mm, you know i can make that work i can make that work yep uh because the conservatism does kind of um have root in our community i mean uh, many of us that are here uh came through the channels of white people uh basically trying to uh you know molding us you know and 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 it's up to us to break our mold but yeah a lot of people you you worship the religion you worship because you were born in a certain place where that's religion that was practiced and when you were a kid and didn't have a choice that's the place you were taking every sunday and that's the community you grew into those are the friends and relationships you have you like you'd be a fool to to think that that's i mean if you were born in india you would be something different probably you know if you were born in uh the middle east you'd be something different like it's not you know um regardless how people may feel about the way i feel about it it's not divine providence that you happen to be whatever you are it's really just coincidence uh you know it's no coincidence most people are the religion that they grew up with you know what i mean they don't know anything different yeah you know by the time you can learn different things and challenges like you're not just challenging your religion you're challenging your culture by the time you get if you get to 13 and go i want to be a buddhist it's like well your parents feel insulted your church feels insulted your friends feel insulted everybody wants to know what's wrong with you and and i'm sure it's that way other places if you're going into a buddhist family and suddenly you go i I think i want to be a christian i'm sure that you know that kind of shit um so that's part of it um i really um was hoping that this shit would kind of just have an obvious reaction and people would move on like people would be like obviously she's wrong obviously that's hate speech she does not need to be defended she needs to be the fuck out of here and let's leave right because i mean that's what we would do if it was like if she if she was on stage talking about i don't know black people are coons and and all this shit a lot of the people that i saw kind of defending her and coming up with these like halfway defenses of her and kind of trying to sidetrack what was happening um i think they would have said nothing like if like for example if she would have been defending nate parker and you know the rape apologist type shit a lot of people that were like well you shouldn't be calling her saying she looks like a ham sandwich or something you know whatever people were saying you guys shouldn't be saying that about her like those people wouldn't have said nothing you know or the well can we really say she's discriminating against the lgbt people if she's a black woman and she gets discriminated against it's like what when do when did we start doing that you know because we definitely know when a black man says some fucked up shit about black women and lgbt people we can't pull like the only people that pull that card are the hotel people right that pull the well black men are so discriminated against it's like yeah well that doesn't give you a pass at beating your woman i'm sorry you know um so i thought it was just obvious right i just didn't think 
i think in 2017 so much of the shit should just be obvious at this point that it's not really a debate but it, it became a debate i saw it online i saw people defending her i saw people defending it as a um a difference of opinion you know well well she just sees the sin you know the same way you know you're supposed to hate the sin love the sinner but here's the thing sexual orientation is different than that because being an adulterer is a choice no one says i was born adult being an adulterer uh stealing is a choice people you make a choice at some point to steal you know even though there are some compulsive thieves and things like but just in general when there's an act there's an act people want to turn a sexual orientation into a lifestyle into a series of choices um and the complex that this shit gives people that are lgbtq in the church is fucked up um the complex that it gives you know black and brown people that 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 grew up in this like they'll tell you themselves it's fucked up like i had to live with thinking i was just wrong and shit and i was a bad person and because it's not like an act it's that life it's your life it's not just a it's not a choice it's your it's that person's life it's their orientation the way that i didn't make a choice to be straight i'm sure that when people it wasn't like oh i turned 12 and i was like i think i'm gonna just be on gay shit you know what i mean like i just don't think that's how it works because i know i didn't have a moment where i went yeah uh you know i can choose that i either get sexually aroused by men or women i think i'm gonna go with women i i mean it's a tough decision it came down to the last ah. second that's I, I really don't think that's how it works it shouts up yeah i flipped the coin you know um so it's sad to see you know people pulling the difference of opinion shit people pulling the, um well i just you know i i just think you should be tolerant which is another code word for you think it's wrong you think that you think this person's life is wrong you think it's a sin you think they're going to hell she's talking about they're gonna die the fact that people would defend it is so sad to me man it's sickening to me that you know um that that people feel that way um and that people would defend her from whatever the fuck people said about her to be honest i mean i i like people were trying to tell lgbtq people to calm down like i saw it like nah you shouldn't say that she looks like a a a, a kfc snack box don't say that about her don't say you gonna so you just gonna talk about her body massage noir and shit and it's like yo what the fuck because we don't do that other times right if amy schumer does the formation like remix everybody goes in and nobody goes listen i understand you're mad ladies but can we just not call her a bitch i mean because come on that seems a bit too far nobody does that no you know what i mean that tone policing bullshit so it was odd to see people that otherwise claim to be you know either allies or whatever switch over from like inclusivity to tolerance to like we tolerate y'all shit so i mean really you should be thanking us you know like that's how it felt anyway watching that shit unfold it was so fucked up man um so you know and and at that point you just kind of feel like well maybe it's over now nope it's not it's never never over it's never over um uh, frank ocean mom wanted uh kim burrell off her son's album which you know reasonable but i mean probably oh, too late she's on the frank ocean album Mm-hmm. yeah 
that, uh she's on the song godspeed off of blonde oh that same frank ocean that came out about his sexuality not right 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 okay okay right she'll take that money i guess them chicks. She'll, she'll work with him them but she think but enough she, to go through the bank ain't they but she think he gonna die right she think he gonna die um uh so that was you know that's a part of it um uh, shirley caesar came out says Ken Burrell should have spoken out against homosexuality four years ago before president made that stuff all right what you should have said something four years ago when our president made that stuff all right that stuff being of course legalized the same-sex marriage Not that stuff yeah marriage equality of course um so yeah you know it's she went from adorable you name it run shirley her coins mm-hmm. to oh yeah that's right i forgot you you probably are super religious and that probably means you're a bigot i always sometimes i forget man you know because church is a cultural thing for black people as well as right. a religious thing you know um the difference and the thing is you know like the difference with church and black people is this church hasn't always been so conservative it's been a radically progressive transformative vehicle in times you know like civil rights era when we, that was the only place we could organize organize uh it's the reason that white supremacists and the kkk used to attack our neighborhoods and that was the first thing they blow up you know the first thing they burned down um was because that was the organ that was the place where black people were allowed to congregate and have these discussions and share this history with each other that was erased and eradicated any other place you know as a place where we could organize it was the one spot you know so i'm not saying this to demean the institution of the black church and its place in history i'm not trying to to take it to that point um and i have respect for that so it's not just a matter of like fuck the black church you know what i mean just in in, as a general thing but fuck the black church at the same time like you can't be on this shit in 2017 you simply can't and i don't care if it's in the bible or not it doesn't even matter you know i am an atheist so you know i try not to go on these like jags of like talking shit and picking on people's religions but but you can't be like this and then expect everybody else to adjust it's fucked up it's fucked up like uh the same way that like pope francis does his like put a paint a coat over bigotry uh for catholicism you know while they still kind of really maintain a lot of the bigoted ways and opinions that they have but they 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 put it out there and say new pope new pope y'all look this way you know what i mean like new pope same shit yeah yeah right yeah new pope same shit exactly you ain't changed you ain't changing but he'll say something then right then they'll put out a statement contradicting the shit that he just said so you're not changing right. anything. he gives them some lovely speech and then he meets with that kim davis lady or he gives some great speech uh, and then uh they fire somebody for being openly gay and being a bishop like you're not fooling nobody with that bullshit like religion as a practice has had some very fucking regressive and just downright oppressive movements like you know whether it be like the spanish inquisition 
or it you know burning motherfuckers at the stake uh burning opinionated women at the stake whether it be um you know the way that the kkk is attached to christianity yes, it is. you know um religion oftentimes allows people to group up under a cause and oppress other people i'm not saying this all religion does there's so many good things that can come from religious organizations and people when they are you know trying to help like right you know there's there's people that wouldn't have got fed if it wasn't for churches uh there's people that wouldn't have got clothed if it wasn't for churches you know there there i'm not trying to to just i'm trying to say that even allowing for all that those good quote-unquote people have to take over their church you know at this point like what what's the point you know what i mean like at some point people have to you know um look at their organization and be like why is this allowed to be the loudest voice why is this person allowed to be the one on stage all this yes ma'am uh-huh you tell it that shit like th- those are biggies <laughs> you know if you were if, if, if that was the same church and it was a white you know a white person talking about niggers or something we'd all be like that's a church full of bigots you know like we like bigotry isn't just race oh no you know what i mean like it's not just voting for trump because you you're scared of black people like that's not all there is to bigotry in america and we while you can make arguments about participating in racism shit you can be black and be a bigot that ain't there's not a patent on that for white folks you know like you can be black and be a bigot and if you don't care about all of us then you don't care about any of us you know you can't be like i you know i'm for this black lives matter shit except for these gay folks then you then you not you know what i mean it's it's pretty fucking uh it's black and white for lack of a better term it's black and white um so anyway um uh shirley caesar uh gave this speech let me see if i can play it um and once again in a church right this isn't on her facebook page this isn't uh she got caught in a private conversation over dinner and somebody snuck a phone in or something this is on in church right now i think we can all recognize that church is a place where you want you have a message and you want people to hear it when you're on that stage that's kind of what a sermon is right you know that's what your that's what the quote-unquote gospel is you are teaching preaching the gospel that means you're telling people what you think they should hear about your the god about your religion and your god um so to me you can't pull the uh-uh i can't believe y'all let people know what i was saying about you know your religion let me see i don't know why this doesn't want to play oh media cannot be played awesome all right cool um oh and then somebody else posted a different video Let's see if we can get this one to play in um but yeah there's a longer video segment that gives charlotte's comments a bit more context but it doesn't help her case she basically suggests that from now on if a pastor wants to speak and keep things in house they better start collecting phones at the door so yeah she uh basically says um take people's cell phones that'll fix it yep karen's shaking her head for y'all that hear this audio later i'm sorry no she's just she's just decided to leave me out here myself but the point being uh you can't really um yeah you can't 
you can't say i'm giving a, a fucking speech i'm gonna give a sermon also nobody spread the word on this uh i would like to keep this in house you can't keep the bigotry in house at your fucking church while trying to get people what you trying to trick gay people into coming in and then you'll be like aha gotcha motherfuckers i've been a bigot the whole time ain't these the same same thing the republicans is trying to do by banning them and and cops right 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 the the how the gop trying to do it on the floor of congress Mm -hmm. and time we'll find you and shit yeah and then and then the cops trying to do it when they killing black people passing laws and shit like you want to do your dirt in the dark that's what it is if we keep it in a hundred, you just want to, you, you know, this is wrong. You know, it's dirty and you know, the world views it as such. And you just want to slide it through. Just like, Oh no, no, no. It's different when I do it. No, the fuck it's not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, it doesn't matter that, that you're a gospel singer, Shirley Caesar, or you're older or whatever. Cause people are trying to give, well, these are older ladies and shouldn't we No, Because you know why? I mean, you can do what the fuck you want. I don't give nobody a pass because they old. Because their old ass done adjusted through life all this motherfucking time so you could be old. Right. How did you get old without change? Right? Like, you ain't driving a Model T no more. I hope not. You figured that out. Your TV got cable. You figured that out. But you can't figure out that people that are LGBTQ are human and deserve fucking respect. Like, get out of here. You don't watch motherfuckers get civil rights, but you, but somehow you gotta stop when it comes to LGBTQ people. You know? And also, like, y'all are giving her a pass for her age, but what about everybody else in there cheering her on? Right? What about, what about the kids that these people inform and teach? What about the fact that it's still going on today and she's allowed to be on stage saying that shit says so much about the church it says so much about it because that is the voice you decided to let represent your institution that is the voice that you you're telling people in the audience indirectly to emulate you are telling these people this person is correct you can't avoid that truth so so yeah it's you know it, it was bad man it was bad it's all bad everybody defending it you're fucking wrong you're a bigot you're giving cover to bigots don't pretend to be like somebody's ally or somebody's uh you know try i understand and it, it is bad but but it's surely she's just so adorable i mean we can't you name it right we can't just do that like how are you talking out of both sides of your mouth man you know <laughs> so it's it's bad man you know i don't i don't really know what else to say it's, it's all it's all bad and nobody should accept this shit and like i said as an atheist i try not to just pick on y'all's religion because i know one super people get super fucking uptight about that shit and um and there are a lot of like angry atheists where it's like i'm angry at the church and you motherfuckers like lieutenant dan yelling at the sky i'm not one of those people yeah i can recognize that the institution has caused a lot of positive things in the community and at same at the same time being like but it can be harmful and many many times it is used for harm it's just it hasn't targeted me normally you know and for people that go well it's just like any other sin you're not treating it like any other sin it's not proportional like to what's in the bible to how much people talk about this and how much people seem to hate and gather around this hate of of gay people Mm -mm. it's not the same you know, I have never been in a church where I was like, I hope they don't go out on thieves again this week. 
<laughs> boy pastor hate stealing man i don't even i mean sometimes it's like he ain't even on the bible he just hates stealing so much he just go off i've never have been in that church and y'all ain't either you know not all the sins are treated like this you know just like every three every third sunday we gotta talk about the gay community because of some shit happening in real life like oh gay people got rights y'all oh god you know it's it's so funny because trump got elected and hate crimes against gay people went up hate crimes against black people went up hate crimes against muslims went up hate crimes against immigrants went up and you got motherfuckers still trying to argue amongst each other about why we shouldn't fuck with one group or the other they beating all our ass fuck is wrong with you you know what i mean like listen i'm for this black people getting their rights but y'all gay people need to slow down okay ain't nothing happening to you why you complaining you know so dumb uh the other thing i wanted to note too uh shout out to ellen for doing something that i wish trevor noah had done which is not giving a platform to hate you know what i mean like i wish the daily show had done taking that same approach like ellen don't play that shit now that's the difference between having your name on the show and controlling it right and just having your name on the show but point being trevor noah seemed to be all on board with having tommy on like from the way he talked about it it sounded like he was like yeah we should have on we should have discussed it now he's not from here and i like i said they have an outside perspective i think on purpose that's why he got the job but the general point being you're not obligated to provide a space for bigotry for someone who doesn't respect your humanity so you can talk it out for everyone else to view that's we're not under any obligation to do that they have enough platforms you know people look tune into your shit to hear your voice not theirs you know if they want to go listen to her shit they they got a, a ton of, of shit they can go hear uh tammy on shout out to wale so yeah man i uh it, it was disgusting man and like i said i saw people defending it. i had to kick people out of our facebook group oh here's charlie Sievers. once again people clapping and applauding like it's not we can't act like these people are going quote-unquote rogue if anything her her objection to phones sounds more in line with how a lot of people must be acting it's got to be a lot of people that go in these churches and then walk out and be like nah nah i'm cool with that stuff i don't really you know agree with when they be saying that but you don't say shit you still tired you still attend you don't write letters you know you don't take a stand you know shame on everybody that was on some like i hope white folks go home this thanksgiving and tell they they trump voting uncles to do and then what do you do when you go home for thanksgiving shit right like it's just like i mean that's why i didn't even get excited about that because i was like for what you know what i mean when i go home and see like uh, a uncle or aunt who says some homophobic shit i would just be like that motherfucker is hopeless and that's why we don't kick it you know what i mean like i don't expect you to fucking debate human rights at your thanksgiving table because i know it's fruitless ain't shit gonna happen nope the only thing you really can do in your life is not kick it with those people that's it 
you know what i mean that's it you don't have a like shirley caesar and um this lady they're not going to change their point of view it just shouldn't be allowed on stage you know it, that's what it is and i know people feel a certain way about the fact that these are the black elders in the community i don't give a fuck you know there's older black people that don't preach hate so what about them how did they figure it out but these two didn't we supposed to give them some type of protected status where we don't say that this is wrong i don't understand what are the rules you know so yeah it's fucked up man you know i'm glad to not believe in any of this shit to be honest i'm glad because because i don't have to feel some type of like beholding this quote unquote to 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 this shit i don't have to feel like you know i saw people trying to justify it in their own nuanced ways and more power to you and everything but i'm glad i don't have to go through the mental gymnastics of believing anything in that book to try to like counteract this stupid shit you know like well it's only in a couple paragraphs shouldn't be in none we keeping it real you know what i mean the well i mean she took it out of context right people take that shit out of context all the time and if i was talking to her she tell me you taking it out of context i'm glad i can just wash my hands of it and be like fuck that shit it's wrong to feel this way it's wrong to talk about people like this and just leave it at that and let let y'all can sort it out if y'all gonna stay y'all need to figure a way to keep this kind of person out of the discussion to be honest like she don't need there should be no room for this (sighs) anyway um yeah so anyway sorry about sorry you know to go in on people's shit man but that's bad you know uh bmi dropped kim burrell from uh gospel honors over her anti-gay right rant um so i don't know may and maybe this is a sign that things are changing i don't know you know may but my problem is and my my fear is that this is about it becoming a scandal and they're getting away from her because she's radioactive right but there's a lot of people that believe this shit and they and they really it's really more like ah you know you right about the gay people kim but we just gotta we can't really deal with you right now so we gotta drop you you know right now because you did say you know deaf people people gonna die from being gay and you know that's just too far that's just too far what you're supposed to say is they need to stop making that choice of that demon you're like wait you you believe this too then kind of right it's like yeah but i didn't get caught on tape so i whoopity do dog you gotta go you know um yeah bmi trailblazers of gospel music is an annual celebration of gospel music and as many talented songwriters given the controversy surrounding this year's co-honoree kim burrell we have asked her not to take part in the ceremony in order to allow the focus to remain on the songwriters and their music so yeah that's not really an admonishment of really what she said right it's really more of a uh well things are getting kind of hot around you and we just can't have you here yeah we don't want to deal with the protest bmi was founded over 76 years ago with an open door policy to welcome songwriters across all genres and that same spirit of tolerance diversity and inclusiveness continues today mm-hmm. you know what i wonder with this shit um i i bet you if she would have said you know donald trump's a terrible man and there would have been like a controversy around her she would have still been allowed to perform of course yeah like nah this i don't know you're not fooling nobody with this shit is what i'm saying this whole like no this is disgusting 
to our bottom line you know what i mean <laughs> like you're not just fooling nobody with that shit man um but uh all right maybe let's see what other news we got um damn i'm trying to find some good news jesus Christ. oh the first ever intersex u.s birth certificate was just entered just issued the state of new york has just made a major step in the right direction for intersex people by issuing the first ever non-binary birth certificate to 55 year old sarah kelly keenan on wednesday born intersex with male genes female genitalia and mixed reproductive organs it took 55 years for keenan's birth certificate to finally reflect her gender according to l keenan who prefers female pronouns was first labeled as a male on her initial birth certificate but was issued a female birth certificate three weeks after being born her new birth certificate simply reads intersex and is the first known birth certificate in the united states that allows for a third gender to be used cool it sounds like you'll have to if this is something you choose to do you you would have to like do it retroactively it seems Mm because however long ago they weren't doing this apparently if this is the first ever but i mean that's positive man it's kind of like when uh facebook started allowing people to like identify their gender as different things other than male and female and and so many people got upset by it like they felt threatened and it's like for what nigga just pick male or female if that's what you wanted but other people have choices now how is that a bad thing you know what i mean shit maybe you'll find a category for you maybe you'll be like oh i thought i was this and now i'm this like i don't know but yeah like how is defining yourself so fucking offensive people get so mad at new terminology and new words pansexual y'all niggas be having sex with pots and pans i don't get it Y'all niggas been in there clacking shit and using flowers. What right. the fuck is happening? You be having sex with Peter Pan? I don't get it. I'm out. What kind of meals you be making doing sex? Right. Sapiosexual nigga, what's a sapio? Like a Scorpio? You be having sex with Scorpio? Like, man, just... You be in there getting stung and shit? Right. Just check it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm a, I'm offended. Just attack on my gender. Why? Not shit. because I know definition, but because I'm supposed to be offended. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to be mad. I can tell. I, I can tell. It don't even make sense, but I'm just mad. So frustrated. These choices. Um. So yeah, that's uh, y'all giving people options. No. <laughs> yeah. Watch. Watch people be mad that they have a third box on the damn gender thing that's for your babies. Like people get mad because uh, it's uh, when they do like Spanish. Mm-hmm. people talk speak american motherfucker do you know american is not a goddamn language i don't right. know if nobody informed you with that press five for spanish press you know the best is when it's like press one for spanish press two for english i know them motherfuckers be mad as fuck uh, uh, they get the number one no <laughs> no english should be number one motherfucker i'm like it's telling you in english uh, or even worse when i do spanish they be like they be like uh, oh yeah uno español. right yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know all the words but that shit do be like and I, especially when they switch the voice because that mean they hired a spanish person right you right know, they like, gave somebody a job for one press english yes. you're like whoa 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 they took our jobs like but yeah whoa, people whoa, what is this goober they goblish that you speaking <laughs> on here speak american why right. they go and hire somebody <laughs> to tell me to speak the, the day was speaking spanish uh, ah! an eight-year-old transgender boy was kicked out of a club the cub scouts after a parent complained what i thought the i thought the boys the the boy scouts and stuff were supposed to be like more inclusive is that just like a are they like the naacp where like a local chapter would be like we cool with it and then 
the national chapter is like what y'all talking about we don't talk to y'all an eight-year-old transgender boy has been a member of the cub scout pack 87 in Secaucus, new jersey for over a month without any incidents he's been out to his family friends and classmates for over a year and accepted widely by his peers joe is being kicked out of his scout pack because he is transgender not by his cub cub scout uh but by the parents who complain parents ruining children since forever not one of the kids said you don't belong here his mom uh christy maldonado said to usa today then some parents complained and the mother got a call from the official uh at the new northern new jersey council of boy scouts joe has been kicked out of the scout pack because he's transgender the elementary school student was stoic when he found out here's the thing you know if joe were allowed to join the girl scouts they have a problem with that too right right mm-hmm. if joe was walking around you know as how and however joe dresses and presents as, as a male um those parents would be like well you can't be around our girls what are you gonna do to them you know right uh meanwhile how eight they're not even thinking about sex or anything at eight at eight you're just friends everybody's friends okay at eight <laughs> fucking people man um the elementary school student was stoic when he found out it made me mad he said i had a sad face but i wasn't crying i'm way more angry than sad my identity is a boy if i was them i would let every person in the world go it's the right thing to do uh the boy scouts of america decided to finally end his ban on openly gay scouts in 2013 then two years later the organization also lifted the ban on scouts over the age of 18 which also applied to adult leaders and employees in the organization but it's unclear if there's actually a policy that applies to transgender members (laughs) wow i need y'all to pass a specific law okay also when we're gonna get to sabiosexuals some of y'all kids be a little too much in the reading I, I just don't trust it. I don't trust it. Not around my child. My child is stupid and needs to stay such. Uh, but it's unclear if there's actually a positive charge of transgender members. Boy Scouts of America Communication Director Ellie Delimarcos said the organization considers membership for transgender children to be a separate issue from that of gay children. You know, I understand and respect the idea that trans is different from gay. That is, okay. I respect okay. that. Why is the policy not one of inclusion? that's what i don't understand so i so okay yes you're right that that issue not all issues are the same but if you're gonna be progressive on the one issue why are you conservative on the other i don't what's the logic no youth may be removed from any of our programs on the basis of his or her sexual orientation she said then she added gender identity isn't related to sexual orientation just just fucking stupid uh-huh. A, what a terrible world what a terrible terrible world we have um i don't even know how to tell oh trans folks are scrambling to get ids before trump is sworn in yeah because you know everybody in his cabinet is homophobic and transphobic and uh yeah you, you probably do have to scramble same way people are scrambling to get the motherfucking obamacare uh statuses they scrambling to get this shit too uh-huh in the same way uh people also uh, on the low they scrambling to get um passports too 
Yeah. Because they was like, shit, he might revoke it. They people are renewing their uh people in this country. Visa yeah. Cars. They renewing like all the shit. That nah, let me go ahead and renew it. Because if I don't renew it, I fuck around and lose it and get shit back home or some shit. Every time I see shit like this, I just can't help but think the uh think about all the they both the same people. And when I said that, you think that, and you being able to think that, and you just putting that out there is a fact that you have some level of privilege the fact that you don't see how starkly different the world can be under a person like trump and um people didn't like that i said that i don't give a fuck you don't have to like me it's the truth like you either live in some place where it you feel protected like you know oh i live in new york city i live in california i live in you know where uh, i live in oregon or whatever wherever you think you're gonna be protected like you either live there so you can have the luxury of feeling there's no fucking difference uh but in north carolina we felt the difference come on we've seen the difference dog it's a big ass difference you know we've seen what gop leadership can do the underhanded tactics that they do in the middle of the night come on we've seen the effect on our citizens meeting, shutting you out not allowing you to vote not bringing it to the public you, nobody know what the fuck is happening until that shit hit the news there's fucking protesters outside and now it's happening to the complacent ass country that's what's happening you know what i mean now it's they're just doing the same shit they did here but to everybody and yeah man i i get a little bit mad when i think about all the like not mm-mm, you ain't getting my support type type motherfuckers you know that let you know they you mad about russia quote-unquote hacking the election when they really didn't have to do shit all they had to do was give justify your hatred for uh hillary clinton already that's all they had to do like people fell right in line with that shit stupid stupid ass americans Mm -hmm. a bunch of dumbasses really we deserve this shit we really deserve yes we do what we about to get man yeah we yeah. really do like as a country as a whole not 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 individual people but as a country so many people just moved out the way for this shit to happen and it's about to go down it it's is. about to go down it really is <sighs> um amber rose is in the news uh for saying that she wouldn't feel comfortable dating a man who has had sex with other men she would not date a bisexual man because she feels like they would cheat on her now this is kind of interesting you know she's 33 years old um and she's kind of pushed herself out there as like a spokesperson on sex i think she's actually um on like a million dollar tour or some shit i forget how much money but a lot of money to go and talk about this she she wants to be an advocate for sex positivity uh she says i think it's amazing when a guy's bisexual and he's comfortable with it but in my personal life in my sex life in love when i choose you i just think that i would think about it too much um now she's been cheated on by the straight men she dated so i don't know uh <laughs> why she sees bisexual men is more of a risk than the people that have already done her dirty um but uh she recently confirmed her romance with dancing with the stars pro val chmerkowski i don't know how you pronounce that chmerkowski maybe that's how you pronounce it uh she explained that she isn't being judgmental about bisexuals oh maybe i'm not secure enough to be with a man that likes other men because i would feel like that he's out uh that he's out with his boys it's just more of a moment i don't know 
she said on our podcast uh oh she got a podcast now it's not that i'm not okay with it outside of my personal life but when it comes to me and who i lay down with i'm just not comfortable with it uh as for her current romance the bff of black china former stripper and fiance rock kardashian said life with him has been amazing so um here's what i would say man your personal preference is your personal preference your insecurities are your insecurities it's just weird to howl yourself out as a spokesperson on gender and sex positivity uh i think she's a person that has dated a woman before if i'm not mistaken um and it's it's kind of weird to put it out there on some like well he gonna just be out fucking these other dudes if i date a bisexual man when it's kind of like well niggas is already cheating on you that wasn't bisexual so what's the point you know what i mean uh but this is also the danger of like expressing that kind of preference in public because if it's really your personal life then it's personal you know what i mean <laughs> like some shit you don't have to tell the world you know it's like if it, 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 a lot of times on someone's personal life you can't really judge what the fuck they're going like if you just happen to notice your homeboy only dates uh latina women then that's just like a thing but if he comes out and says i would never date a black woman that's totally different yes that it's, is it's like why are you volunteering this fucking you know like i didn't ask for this information right i may notice you are only dating thin women or you're only seen to be attracted to thin women you come out and be like i don't fuck with fat women all of a sudden it's like yo you just express that preference almost like as a cudgel to use against these women so yeah i can definitely see and once again it's buddies right into the stereotype and that bisexual people deal with which is that they will be cheating it's one of the reasons that they're abused more in uh romantic relationships yes, sir. um because of this paranoia paranoia that their partner seem to have which is that you can't hang out with nobody right you fucking you everybody if you will fuck me you'll fuck anybody you know what i mean what are you saying about yourself yeah so anyway all right let's try to get into some other news guys karen have you heard about the nigger navy no karen has not heard about the nigger navy y'all uh well what happened was yahoo finance uh tweeted out um i seen something about it but i ain't paying no attention they tweeted out trump wants a much nigger navy here's how much it'll cost uh-huh. and i think they meant to say a much bigger navy uh-huh. but instead they typed uh-huh. much uh-huh. nigger navy i guess they was right the first time now here's what's interesting about this right on the one hand uh people were like oh, wow how much you gotta say nigga on your on your phone for autocorrects to bigger the nigga and i was like they i yahoo social media manager is not sending this shit from their phone come no, on no 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 this is on a computer and they spotted spelled it correctly so they didn't get the wavy line or whatever so. and if you look at your keyboard the, the the b and the n are like right next to each other at the bottom mm-hmm. so it's probably i mean obviously it's a typo right then when somebody reread they skipped it they shifted up to somebody but no 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 back to you ain't had no editor right so odds are you skimmed it real quick you didn't you didn't even, have another set of eyes even with an editor it. even with an editor you hit send on that tweet and then uh they didn't they weren't able to change it for like 45 minutes oh 
so it's just sitting up there i know they was like damn it twitter y'all need to get a, a edit button <laughs> i shared it and immediately took a screen picture screen cap oh yeah you knew that was coming down which is funny because i put my screen cap on facebook and said well you don't know if it's a typo because the, pre- the president-elect is a bigot and uh facebook made me it logged me out of every facebook app i was on and he sent me a letter when i logged in that was like we took this down because this is against the community standards fuck you facebook facebook get on my goddamn nerves you don't know what they're going to consider offensive and what they're not going to consider offensive you get a racist ass page and you report on that shit they go yeah 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 we ain't paying that shit no attention and no we're not gonna take that bullshit down but yet you know as much as and and i think the thing that really frustrates me particularly is that you never see them going at white supremacists the way they go against black people you know you know black activists they do this too black feminists they do this too you know they purposely target you versus you let white supremacists say all kind it take days well, and weeks and months and shit for them for something to get done maybe they are doing this to white folks i don't roll in those circles so maybe this is a catch-all hey somebody said nigger we ball, log them out of their thing and we warn them but the fact that it's a catch-all is also the problem black people are allowed to say it y'all not you know what i mean your your fucking algorithm sucks anyway uh so of course people was tweeting about it the root collected some uh the first one is mine i took that screenshot from a soldier boy got rolled up on by them them crips in the hood uh and i said when at yahoo finance social media account intern logs in tomorrow morning um somebody put uh the nigga navy basic training uh i don't know if you guys can see the video but it's um okay, okay cool uh, i'll play it then but it's a uh, one of those like soul cycle classes with the with the black instructor oh i, I was i want to So yeah that was dope yes black cycle class this is uh <laughs> apparently uh um uh, coon fushes uss what you ain't gonna do hashtag nigga navy oh that a picture of a timberland boot somebody well that was the timberland boot that's a different tweet but uh it said the ss dead ass ah. <laughs> uh let's see cuba good had it hard deep sea diving in the nigga navy oh uh did they had the the black sailors being sworn in it said raindrop drop top north korea gonna get pop pop <laughs> yes! uh donald trump we're going to war with isis nigga navy nah nigga you going to war with isis <laughs> <laughs> that's from Corey. uh oh i had lebron Mello way to chris paul gave trump the idea for the nigga navy when they went on that uh <laughs> that <laughs> vacation so uh three three carry on idol said hashtag nigga navy seal and it's just a picture of seal the, <laughs> the singer <laughs> oh, <come laughs> the navy seal uh so i had the picture from last week of the giants wide receivers on the boat with the tims and the jeans with no shirts on and it said is this the nigga navy that trump wants oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh this is mine i said trump's navy gonna be lit as fuck though and i took a picture of rick ross's yacht party <laughs> all white uh unforgivable unforgettable fire uh who's been on the show for said u.s battle rap ship nigga navy uh 
uh chill gillespie says little pop uh lieutenant popeyes <laughs> uh is a nigga if the nigga navy ain't like jugk's big pimping video that's a no for me dog (laughs) that was uh michelle c clark um i said uh are we not just riding waves of the ocean but the waves in our hair uh hashtag nigga navy now i don't know where they got this picture of these sailors from but these niggas look wild one of them like licking the camera and shit um uh a white guy knew oh fuck this white oh this is by aisha who wrote this and collected these uh this white guy knew who was up though and he had a picture of a baby looking out a screen door or window and said me and the white community reading these yahoo finance tweets but not able to get to retweet or participate in the jokes <laughs> just staring yeah it was a lot of like white people just looking out the window peeps um and yahoo said we deleted an earlier tweet due to a spelling error we apologize for the mistake um someone said it's safe to say that nigger ship has sailed <laughs> and it ain't coming back uh, yeah i know i know another someone else oh. has said uh so i uh i can't remember what they said but it was like another play on words it was like uh you know like um well don't worry there's nigger fish to fry or something like you know just something ah. like that uh <laughs> someone put the jordan logo and the yahoo finance logo together oh, the crying jordan look at that for yahoo finance with that hat yeah and he got the hat on the sailor hat on uh someone took my avatar and put the sailor hat on my avatar and now oh, that's my avatar Lord. on twitter <laughs> i'm trying to find all my tweets hold on uh the uss good times oh that's gonna be one of the ships mm-hmm. i said we definitely won't be going to no cold locales to start in wars mm-hmm. Uh, I said the nigga navy gonna put the bill for wars in the coast guard's name. <laughs> if, <laughs> I said if there was a nigga navy, that army foot navy football game would be one sided as fuck though. <laughs> 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 uh, I took a, a picture of uh some black navy personnel, military personnel, and they were like giving a speech. But then I changed it to a one for the trouble, two for the base. It's the nigga Navy and we're running the place. You gonna rock it for the girls and boys. Somebody say ahoy. What the hell is wrong with you? Uh, and I took a picture of three black Navy people looking at a boat and I said, yeah, so first I'm gonna put some twenties on that bitch. Then the subs gonna go in the back and then I'm tinting the portholes. Oh no! <laughs> there was a picture of some uh black gunners on the ship, and I just went, "Nuck if you buck, boy, nuck if you buck." <laughs> yeah, we nuck it, <laughs> buck it, and we ready to fight. <laughs> uh, you know what? And I could imagine the nigga navy like whenever they go to war, the people be there, and all they were here was this music coming out of nowhere. They were like, right. "We ready." <laughs> we, what the fuck is that coming from 200 yards away there was so we many ready. there was so many good ones somebody <laughs> like i can't remember everybody who said them but like somebody was like um uh nigga navy gonna run out of gas because they gonna be riding on e talking about i know my ship <laughs> <laughs> we gonna make it that with these fumes <laughs> like, are, they, are, they, are they gonna pull up to the um where they get refilled talking about I, I got five on it right five they said they was like uh somebody was like yeah if trump gonna be like we going to war is nigga navy gonna be like you got some we going to war money <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
uh i I said when a white sailor shows up and wants to say it too and it's just a bunch of angry looking black people that are in the navy looking at the camera uh i said i have a picture of some black people in the navy and they all like sitting around playing a guitar and some white people in the navy that has a like a, a band and uh, i was like when the nigga navy plays kendrick lamar's all right and the white navy decides to cover it <laughs> yeah that ain't gonna go down well mm. uh i said uh you had to replace the ship cafeteria with red lobster ah! uh there was a picture of a, a nigga uh, a black dude on the ship and he was like refueling a plane and i put that picture up and i said they asked me to pilot and i was like why well, i need a plane when i'm already so fly you did <laughs> yeah so now i'm on fuel duty no that's, that's exactly <laughs> how you get on fuel duty my my friend yeah i pictured two black soldiers talking to each other it was like what's going on my sailor just swimming and winning my sailor <laughs> hashtag nigga name uh that was one of this black woman that was a captain captain dh rainy anc and i said <laughs> And she she's looking like she's working and somebody just walked in and took her picture and she's not smiling at all and i was like hello my beautiful african queen sister i was wondering if i could take lead to go to the nba all-star weekend this year Mm-mm. and then just no nigga navy Mm-mm. then i realized wait we have a nigga navy movie um antoine fisher yeah so i went and looked up all the pictures from antoine fisher and i saw one had denzel in antoine fisher face where he was talking shit to him and i was like now when you see me cutting hearts what are you supposed to do play a heart play a heart that's right damn it uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> there's another one where he was talking to him i said you're underbidden son i said i had three in a possible you got seven books by yourself hashtag nigga name <laughs> that will make you mad uh, another one of denzel when he had his glasses on and it was like who made this potato salad mary and it was yellow it was white yeah that's a no dog no. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the, the one with Denzel fussing at him, and I put, "Who keeps slamming the screen door on the navigation deck?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, one where Denzel was laughing, and I put, "You know, I was almost your daddy, sailor." Oh lord! And then lastly, I put, "When you trying to dodge the nigga Navy draft," and I took the picture from the transracial ah! dude ah! on Atlanta. <laughs> he said he's a white man. Oh, uh, there were so Thank many good five. ones. There were so many good ones though. It was like people put pictures of like when um like ships were capsizing when they were turned on the side and they'd be like people coming through leaning on the ship. Black people come out here leaning. <laughs> 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 they they're gonna roll up to the enemy with a lean. Oh oh man. They had there was like they had one where the ship crashed into the dock and it was like where where you on the ship and you hear uh, cash money taking over for the nine nine two thousand. Yes, nine nine in the two thousand. <laughs> oh man, you had to be up. You had to be there, man. I'm trying to give y'all the magic, but it's not the same. But you had to be up that night because everybody was going in. Shout out to all the, you know, y'all, my other niggas that be like, I don't even say the N word. I'm not retweeting any of these. Five minutes later, retweet, retweet. God, I love black people. We can make anything funny. That's right. We can. You might not say nigga, but you love the way we use it. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad for Van Jones having to pretend not to get it. I think that's not true. And other sad nigga news. <laughs> uh, Meek Mill and, um, and Nicki Minaj broke up. 
what mm-hmm yeah um they finally called it quits i guess um wait am i frozen in the chat my my thing is froze Missy, are you moving wait a minute i see the thing moving but i don't see you moving no more okay um okay i just saw you moving yeah, i guess moving. the delay on my side all right i'm gonna refresh let me refresh i'm sorry yeah we can hear you but okay let me refresh it's cool sound like uh spreecast is fucking up uh <clears throat> just give it a second here but yeah they broke up meek mill and Nicki minaj finally i guess <laughs> she ain't got to hear him yelling at her in real life but if a nigga cut me off i'm going to fuck crazy you understand Me on. Go on, you. Don't cut me off. Hey. Go on, you. I feel like that's how um Meek Mill ah. was feeling. Uh but yeah, she cut him off. Cut me off. Yeah. <laughs> um which, you know, hey, everybody he was with her for what, a year, two years? Yeah. Is that why uh on uh it was, I think it was on Twitter. That, that explains this. On Twitter, it was a, a picture of Beyonce looking at Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. It was going up and down my timeline. And it was like, Beyonce. And then it was like, Nicki, yes, queen. And it was like, Beyonce, drop him, girl. Okay. <laughs> I was like, now that picture makes sense. I guess she was feeling herself. Um, yeah, I, so, alright, I think I should be about to pop back into the chat. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, um, I have to show everybody this, right? His, he, re, he went on Instagram and put his first post up since the breakup. Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we um, about to do some Instagram news. Meanwhile, <laughs> on Instagram, you pick out, you pick out, yeah, you know the comments gonna be lit, dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Nicky Reggie. <laughs> Let me see. Okay, here it is. Um, so he put his first picture up, and listen, I saw this right before we went on the air. Uh-oh. I can't lie, I was no good. Like I could, I was. Ah, I know the comments. I couldn't. It wasn't even the comments. It's not. It's the original picture okay killed me it's just him in his what appears to be like a hotel or something and it's empty like there's nobody really in the background he's by himself and it says it's lit as the caption he says it's lit and i'm like i've never seen a more my girl just broke up with me and i'm trying to tweet through it post in my life and people joke because he got like one hand in the top pocket of the jacket and the other hand in the pocket of the pants <laughs> it's just I, I like i've never seen such a sad like it's he looked like his girl just broke up with him like it's just i feel bad for me in a way uh because of you know the way that it that that it looks it's just like damn niggas why did you post this you know and you know how savage you know you how know savage black twitter you. is you know black twitter black instagram wherever black folks is it's like a picture of sadness you know <laughs> uh somebody said this is the saddest thing i ever seen uh just that picture because uh, that's the other thing is an empty big ass hallway somebody put is lit and then they photoshopped him into that um that episode where will smith and they ended the fresh friends and he was sitting in the the living room by himself ah! 
looking sad that's they put him in that picture instead of will smith my favorite part about that is that they 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 didn't follow it exactly so like will smith's foot still in the background Ah! the crying jordan face it's lit just just the crime just the face that's all y'all uh laugh my eyes off after she posts her i'm single tweet and you gotta hold it together act like you good (laughs) (laughs) oh man damn me like you could i mean i guess he was gonna catch it either way but Mm -hmm. uh it's lit and then the crying black dude from the intervention That's my cry. My best cry of all time. Somebody said Meek look like he been crying all night. <laughs> probably has. Anyway, man, Black Twitter went in. It was it was delicious. Oh, feel so bad for Meek, but come on, that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> um, Burger King says it's gonna stop using antibiotic filled chicken, y'all. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. So we've been eating biotics the whole time. Y'all been eating them antibiotics before before now, but they about to stop y'all gonna be able to um you really get into this uh free range chicken life from burger king mm, it does explain a lot i mean you gonna charge me what more they don't go 45 cents i hope so i mean oh, refresh they say you robotting baby okay uh matter of fact let me just go to the next session because mm-hmm. we're almost done okay uh with the first session so give me a second guys we'll be right back uh that would explain a lot though because they chicken is terrible oh that chicken's nasty them chicken don't come in sticks chicken fries yeah chicken chicken ain't no chicken is not fries right no chicken is chicken all that chicken is terrible to me yeah it's just offensive uh all right nasty ass shit (laughs) let me call the audience to the session okay going to do a special that's why that'd be two for ten or four for twenty or some shit like that you be like anybody eating this bullshit yeah so uh like burger king is just low on the list of fast food anyway yeah, if i go so any change they make and i think is a good change change them fries them fries is nasty nobody told them to change them crust ass crumble ass french fries i don't know what's on them fries them fries is terrible yeah they fries are terrible the chicken fries are terrible huh i don't think i really enjoy it's the whopper right i agree it's like, like it's the one hit they got they look like Carmelo Anthony of food, you know? Yeah, they do breakfast and everything. I don't need to do them for breakfast. <clears throat> but, well, anyway, they switching over to non-antibiotic-laden chickens. So, all their chicken products from chicken fries and their original chicken sandwich will be using a cleaner kind of chicken from now on. Hmm. So, you ain't going ass cheap? That's what you're telling me? Yeah. Skeptics believe uh that the policy only applies to the limited amount of antibiotics and there's still a wide variety of drugs that can be used in the chicken. So I don't know. I just hope it tastes better, guys. I don't know. I no, I doubt it. I'm good. Nope, can't I ain't gonna try it, guys. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna go. Them chicken fries was nasty. For the first time ever, people with food stamps, they can uh buy food online. Good. Should have yep. been a policy. Yep good because so judgmental i don't know why the fuck people are so judgmental over food stamps and now since you don't have the big dollars mm-hmm. you could actually do um 
like debit credit they got cards, cards. yeah ebt right. cards so a lot of it took a lot of shaming and judgments that people had and people want to judge and be ashamed them right like they're addicted to that shit right when when you don't know why these people are on it you don't know what situations they're in you don't know their circumstances you're just judging mm-hmm. and a lot of that judgment truthfully be told and even from black people you just think you better than when truth be told more white people use food stamps than any other segment of our population sweetie yeah uh well you guys will be able to use it for fresh healthy food now if you're on food stamps that's good right. they accept and snap um and it's like amazon fresh direct safeway Shoprite, hv hearts local grocers and dash market so it's not just you know nobody's amazon's big you know uh amazon i think there's only doing it in maryland new jersey and new york to start but good good because a you get that shit that shit shipped directly to you so you, you eliminate all the fucking judgment judgment behind it um you get to do it kind of in your privacy you get you can kind of go shopping and you don't feel rushed and you don't feel judged and shit like that um i'm a hundred percent here uh for it it's convenient very very convenient because you know what a lot of times let's just keep this real a lot of times people that are on food stamps depending on situations may not have the transportation to get back and forth to the store they have to take the bus you have to you, you i mean it's it's a lot of inconveniences with that situation or you have to call a friend it's just something attached to it so it's so this is more convenient for them that way you can order it have it sent to your house you don't have to go out of your way you don't have to try to go before work or after work like it's it's the uh the convenience and many people on government assistance already have one to two jobs in the first place come on dog so you know it's all you know it's all to the good man um, and my thing is good for the services they and you live in food desert sometimes and and that and i think i read an article on it. that's what amazon was saying because yeah. people live in these areas where you don't have an option of fresh food mm-hmm. so when you do go to the grocery store it's nothing there but snack and junk and all that shit and they'll, they'll take it but it's not actually not any fresh fruits and vegetables for you that's why if anybody does come around and anybody does sell them they almost immediately sell out of it or if you have areas i mean places that actually do sell the shit it's not fresh it's almost spoiled it's not the best because they know there's no one else around it so they kind of give seconds and kind of give like the hand-me-down or stuff that they, they basically couldn't sell in the grocery store and try to sell to you this kind of eliminates that process yep uh food stamps in north carolina will soon require 20 hours of work or classes in north carolina because of course food stamp recipients in north carolina soon will lose benefits unless they prove they're working volunteering or taking classes for at least 20 hours a week that federal requirement which applies to adults under 50 who don't have children was suspended in 2008 as the recession hit and unemployment rates rose but the exemption ended january 1st for 23 most er, mostly urban counties in the state including wake durham and mecklenburg you know the places where the black people are while the 77 other counties are seeing a slower economic recovery and could continue federal exemption the state legislature legislature acted last year to restore the work and education requirements statewide starting july 1st that's my favorite part is seeking to injure black and brown people in the areas we live the state is going to lift that july 1st and then it'll be a bunch of people who lost factory jobs and shit that don't have jobs to to give 20 hours a week to 
that are now gonna not have food that will be mostly white people it's fucking stupid idiots you idiots because <sighs> coal's coming back i guess i don't know it's not it's not i'm it is not coming back it's not it's not it's not so if i'm under the age of 50 and i do don't not have, have kids, kids yeah i don't i don't have any kids and i'm under 50 so if something was to happen to me i would either have to be a student or be working what happens if you can't find a job you just don't get the benefits right do i mean do i yeah i, I need to right. prove that i'm working but if i can't get hired that just means not so not only do i not have a job i can't eat either now you have to document work volunteer or education activities or lose your food stamp privileges uh benefits i'm sorry recipients can still get up to three months of benefits without meeting the requirement but then after that you know you know county social service departments are scrambling to make sure recipients know about the requirements and have opportunities to meet them and some are creating their own volunteer camp programs which if you think about it if you're creating your own volunteer program it's almost like you're conscripting these people into labor free labor for you come on you just right? had them in there 20 hours of, uh oh. what was a week like just had them in there doing office shit that y'all don't got time to do free manpower yeah so i don't know sounds fucked up to me right <clears throat> not to mention i doubt it'll even have as much of an impact as people think because at the same time a lot of these people are working already there's always this assumption that it's it's really it goes back to uh, racial shit with every i hate them oh you make everything about race i hate to do it but it's the truth it goes back to this assumption that the kind of people that are on these programs are black and that black people are somehow lazy about and just fucking sit around all day waiting for the government to send a check-in because that's what white people think about us Come on. because they can't be racially superior unless they think that about us meanwhile you know they represent the vast majority of people that are on food stamps because and government assistance because of the the population of this country and the way it's broken up right um meanwhile uh the average uh person on these uh programs is not the stereotype that you have so you end up spending all this money on these programs and it doesn't actually benefit anybody it's hey we're gonna drug test everybody it costs more money to drug test people than to just give them the fucking benefits they earn because you're not gonna catch anybody right and then the percentage is so fucking low that it's not worth it and they've done this over and over again and every time you turn around a new state fucking pump this pump pump that particular law up you're like why are you wasting my taxpayers money on this bullshit right so she is ridiculous um all right let's see uh let's go to some uh fucking with black people i guess i mean I, I'm, like, I'm all right fuck with all right fuck with, let me uh, well let me see what's on here if we need to do this uh i mean we have to do some i guess i guess i don't know uh, <laughs> you know what let's skip it fuck it i don't feel like being fucked with uh i guess we can go into state of north carolina yeah we can either do white people news or we can do ball alert um um we could wait to do ball alert tomorrow we have uh the guys from medium popcorn on or um, yeah let's let's do that tomorrow with them that'll all be right. fun cool let me uh find some white people news real quick yeah ball alert tomorrow y'all and uh we'll get into it let's see what are white people into today uh what my white people list at um give me a second guys this one um no white people are in that 
um oh they're into this for sure oh yeah we definitely didn't do this first things first i'm the realest realest drop this and let the whole world feel it i'm feel it and i'm still in the murder business i can hold you down like i'm giving lessons in physics right right if you want a bad bitch like this huh? drop it low and pick it up just like this yeah now. cup of ace cup of goose cup of chris i heal something worth a heavy ticket on my wrist on my wrist taking all the lips straight never chase that never stop like we bring an 88 back what bring the hood see where the bass at champagne spilling you should taste that moment that tiny realized it was time to divorce ti the queen was almost shot by one of her own guards after she took a 3 a.m stroll through buckingham palace grounds that's right yeah not beyonce the queen of the earth the queen of the galaxy but the queen of england the queen was almost shot by one of her own guards while she took a late night stroll through the palace grounds the guard is said to have shouted into the darkness when he spotted a figure walking around buckingham palace at three in the morning believing it might be an intruder but the shadowy suspect was in fact her majesty who had stepped out for some fresh air because she couldn't sleep the guard confessed to her majesty he had nearly fired his weapon to which she quipped next time i'll ring through beforehand so you don't have to shoot me yesterday the queen performed her first royal engagement since falling ill with the heavy cold that forced her to miss services festive season yeah she went to church uh today i think oh so next time she ring a bell through the hallway let them know she's moving around i think ring probably means give a phone call oh over there uh the queen presented a trusted member of staff with an honor as she continues to recuperate in sandringham the monarch invested way ray wheaton the queen's page of the chambers with the insignia of the lieutenant of the royal victorian order according to the court circular the lvo which is the queen's personal gift and is bestowed independently of 10 downing street recognizes service to the royal family and household the monarch who missed church on christmas day and new year's day is said that to be up and about and dealing with her red boxes of official papers boy i swear i don't know what the fuck like our queen at least be out here you know performing and singing and going around the globe and mm-hmm. being a businesswoman like they queen just be like i'm signing paperwork and you're like that's a thing you do i like thee all right mm-hmm. here is an insignia yeah the top story is her sons dating these women i think one of them just had his second child and the other one dating the brown girl and people lost their fucking mind Mm-hmm. um speaking of white people news um there's a white family that made made big news this uh last week i think uh when a dresser fell onto their child uh they have two twins the dresser fell onto their child it was all captured during a uh on a camera that they claim was a security camera and um then he the father went and shared it on facebook but people think it's a scam because apparently the dad works for the company that makes the home monitor that filmed the incident um 
the herculean strength of a toddler who saved his brother when he got trapped under a topple dresser swept the internet earlier this week but some skeptics have cast doubt over the astonishing feat which was caught on the boy's nanny cam uh claiming it was all too conveniently set up empty dresser drawers yeah it was empty so maybe that has something to it the absence of adult the fact the camera was pointed squarely on a piece of furniture uh had prompted critics to label it a stunt because the camera wasn't like pointed at a crib or something where the kids would be or a bed it was pointed you know uh, oh okay okay yeah because you're a baby monitor so a lot of times you, you're monitoring children and young toddlers mm-hmm. neither brock or bowdy shaw the twin toddlers were harmed when the dresser fell on them as they played in their utah home so here's the video of it i'll see if i can play it there's no audio to it um but that's uh, can you see it on your side mm-hmm. okay it's not moving yet but yes oh okay hold on see if i make it bigger sorry my computer's moving a little slow now and i'll go back since you said it wasn't moving there must be a delay in the chat or something because it's moving on my end so okay it's bigger now there you go it's moving too all right cool so the kids try to get in the drawers and it just falls on them and one of the kids it falls like directly on top yeah so then the other kid is trying to save his brother and he's like walking around you know trying to figure something out um and they are right about the uh it is weird the way that they have the camera position where it's looking at this dresser as opposed to these two beds where like the one bed's over there but there's another bed off in the corner uh so then the kid like looks around looks around um tries a and, bunch of different stuff and i get are the parents anywhere nearby they assume they say they were they were in the house but they didn't hear it i guess that's a huge ass drawer not to make no noise yeah uh and then finally the two-year-old uh just pushes it off of him um and 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 the other one crawls from underneath and apparently neither child was injured anything like that um so it was all the buzz in white people's world um, so the baby didn't cry holler me they didn't hear scream nothing apparently they said not and baby wasn't injured or unconscious or anything um then like the parents like went on like good morning america type shit you know um um you know meanwhile people are like it's probably a scam because you sell the fucking uh camera that caught this on it um and it just looks you know people are really skeptical uh he said he ran to the boy's room uh says um it's ironic that it actually worked at my house when we caught something like that full of praise for a son he added he's pretty tough he's a strong kid but we think there was a little bit of extra help in there uh mrs shaw said she ran to the boy's room when she looked at her phone which had a live feed of their nanny cam up to see the dress that falling down uh i run downstairs fling open the door i had heard nothing i just opened the door they were quietly playing in the room in the corner uh we went back and looked at the video because they records all the movement and pulled it up and watched it and we already knew they were okay uh, my heart dropped as you can imagine i'm like how did this happen so i'm watching it for like a minute and a half watching it unfold and then bowdy does what he did and i was like shrugs we couldn't believe it we thought he would be hurt um mrs shaw says while there has been some negativity towards the videos the majority of the comments were in their favor 
uploading the video to his facebook page mr shop said i've been a little hesitant to post this but i feel it's not only to bring awareness but it it is also incredible we're so grateful for the bond between these twin brothers these twin brothers share we know bowdy uh was not alone in moving the dresser off of brock and feel blessed that he is okay oh, i guess it's implying like god helped please make sure all the dresses are bolted and secured to the wall please share i don't know man what you think karen is it a c-o-n conspiracy? are they lying or are they telling the truth man why wouldn't why wouldn't they no closing them drawers right in the kids room just an empty just an empty just dresser they, play on, they constantly play on empty drawers all the time the the one nigga that sells the cameras caught it <laughs> I, I mean you ain't seen no baby draws no onesies you ain't seen nothing in them drawers no bibs right Adele and her partner Simon Konecki uh, are said to be planning a UK wedding after secretly becoming engaged in October. Oh, that's so sweet. And Dale, as they say on What's the Tea, uh, done had a man all this time. Mm-hmm. She recently sparked speculation. She's that private, she- though. That's one thing about her. She's real private, honey. And she over there like, y'all motherfuckers will not be taking a picture of my goddamn child. <laughs> She recently sparked speculation that she and her partner, Simon Konecki, had married after she was spotted with a gold ring on her wedding finger. However, new reports claim the singer Andale, uh, Adele has simply become engaged to her partner of five years and is now planning a ceremony in the UK. According to the Sunday People, the 28-year-old secretly agreed to wed her beau back in, back in October. Uh, he's 42. And while they were keen to marry this Christmas, their plans fell through. The paper reports that the pair wanted to tie the knot this month, but it was too short notice for their respective families to get over to the states where the couple are currently residing. Uh, as it was such short notice, people already had plans. Adele and Simon are very family oriented and wanted their closest to be, uh, to them there on that special day. So they decided to postpone getting married. But, uh, it's very much still on the horizon and they think it could happen in the UK when they return in March so i don't know good luck adele mm-hmm. you know lay it down rumor has it your ass out here married okay what mm-hmm. that's what rumor has it i'm just saying mm-hmm. um macy's has announced they're closing 68 stores and laying off 10,000 employees that expensive overpriced shit yes that makes mm-hmm. sense. white people i'm sorry that shit is overpriced. I, mean, I know, but well, this is where white people go, Karen. You being oh, very insensitive bad. to my the bad. white people and white people news. I'm this is hard to take for them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You this is like if Neiman Marcus closed for us. I don't you know? Neiman Marcus either. Black people love saying Neiman Marcus wrong. Neiman Marcus is high too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they closing 68 stores. Uh, 10,000 jobs will be lost. Uh, Macy's Inc. pointed out the change in consumer behavior and said its performance reflects the challenges that are facing much of the retail industry. Y'all, y'all don't adjust well online. That's what that is. When stores like this shut down, they do not adjust well online. Like, you know, online is where your sales are. And, you know, it's not wrong with brick and mortar because sometimes, you know, I like to go to a brick and mortar, but, you know, consumers like, why would I pay $900 or $100 for this when I can get it online for a fraction of the price? Yeah, uh, I'm just saying, I feel like, um, 
that's fucked up because amazon is basically gloating um they they have an online game and they close all these stores and then amazon like now we're gonna open up brick and mortar stores like they touchdown dancing on people it's, it's real fucked up if you think about it yeah. uh as for um them i mean i feel bad for you know that's a lot of stuff i mean that is my job they could keep those stores and keep saving people's jobs if they just you know cut out on that motherfucking parade but they won't do that will they uh-huh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. that's to have your parade don't you Macy's? spend that billion dollars how much they spend on that thanksgiving day parade and christmas parade and new year's parade i think they do all three i don't know Mm-hmm. so yeah they said the 68 store closure as part of 100 closings it is announcing it announced in august of the 68 three will close by the middle of 2016 63 will close in spring and two will close by the middle of 2017 some may be offered positions at nearby stores but macy estimates that 3900 employees will be affected by the closures they also plan to restructure parts of the business and sell some properties this will lead to a reduction of jobs uh the 6200 jobs the moves are estimated to call to save five five hundred and fifty million dollars annually well i guess the parade gonna be lit this year saving this money these jobs represent about seven percent of the workforce Mm-mm-mm. they expect to earn some to make money though uh on their their stock share so we'll see but sorry white folks i know that's y'all shit mm-hmm. and i think some other stores are closing down too really uh-huh uh that gap the gap is closing some stores yeah 100 what is it 175 stores mm. it's closing for the gap and it's another mall chain that's closing down too mm. yeah because mall mall shit is high that's true sophie turner uh who you guys may know uh from game of thrones is sansa mm-hmm. uh she proudly posted the first picture of her boyfriend joe jonas on her instagram page the 20 year old actress and the former jonas musician first made their well isn't he still a jonas oh former jonas brothers musician first made their relationship known when they spent thanksgiving together in november and have now made things official on the picture sharing website after the fiery haired beauty posted a picture of joe on her account this week she took a picture of him when he was on the back of a boat um and she's not even in the picture so Mm -hmm. that's how you know they go together that's how you know yeah when you take a picture of your man or whatever you like bae or whatever and you post it on your instagram and not his i mean yeah yeah that mean y'all go together nobody does that but people that go together uh the picture shows a 27 year old singer smoking whilst on a boat simply captioned miami days d-a-z-e oh shit now mm-hmm. so um she debuted that relationship you know uh the news comes after the dnce frontman was said to be falling head over heels for the game of thrones star because she has her own money and isn't using him to get free dates yeah really that's all it takes i always feel like that's such an insult to to women to be like i love you because you don't need no money and like what bitch yeah i thought i was just a cool person (laughs) nope yeah if if a woman (laughs) says that it's insulting yeah (laughs) i love you because you don't need nothing from me 
uh the news came uh, the, the, uh, the source said joe is smitten because sophie has her own money he loves her because she won't let him pay for her all the time which is so rare in girls he meets she insists on paying her own way for flights when he asks her to come see him and offers to pay plus he thinks he's so she's so smart and sexy yeah well you know also he's the sound like he just used to dating a certain type of instagram model okay come on he got to fly out. you seen the airplanes in the bio you you paying for these tickets or not nigga i'm not getting them myself despite having only been together for a short period of time the cake by the ocean hit maker that that's the whitest title of a song i've ever heard in my life cake by the ocean what could that even be about i have no idea i'm pretty sure it ain't about bakery yeah he already believes the beauty is something special um i know you do yeah so good 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 for y'all guys okay you guys are gonna produce the perfect aryan babies if you guys stay together it, right if you stay together hitler would be proud is what i'm saying oh, no, no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No. they're gonna create the white prototype Mm-mm. that's what we need in america to bring us all together shout out to my man lee daniels <laughs> white people need a confidence boost am i right guys Mm-mm. they got all the confidence in the world um all right let's get into some guest race guys where's my guest race music i go all the way back to the top but yeah let's get into some uh guest race that's enough white people bullshit for the day we're off that now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and of course the chat room and karen play in their races all right um guess the race is brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for people with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt and get your free on they give you a free first month okay this is a company that was like Nas invested in and Nas is denzel's favorite rapper i mean i feel like you know the world is out denzel is a lot of people's favorite actor i mean a lot of stuff is coming together for bevel also it's a new year get yourself started off without that irritation you know make this your new year's resolution to shave uh every day or a few times a week keep your face less irritated uh get those bumps off your face you know stop shaving with the white man's razor okay i'll never go back okay i don't care this is it for me i'm free i'm out of jail i broke up uh so yeah get bevel.com slash tbgwt all right let's get into this sizzle a north carolina pastor has been charged with nine counts of robbery oh uh to which um you know shirley chisholm and kim burrell said well at least he ain't gay you know could be worse right (laughs) am i right guys thou shalt not steal a charlotte north carolina charlotte no <laughs> not us i didn't know, i didn't, i haven't never heard this story Mm-mm-mm. uh he has been charged with 
breaking the ten commandments at least one of them at least one of them nine times he was arrested wednesday in connection with a number of armed robberies on local businesses on i thought he was just robbing the community like every other pastor by selling them fake myths and fairy tales taxes and shit just shifting money from account to account yeah i thought you was just saying you was going to the building fund but it was really building you a mercedes right that's what i thought i know you was putting out the gap john thomas Lindsay, 47 a pastor at Ah! true love church of refuge was charged with nine counts of robbery with a dangerous weapon nine counts of conspiracy to commit robbery with a dangerous weapon and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon damn he was a felon already he was i guess he could say the lord saved him or something maybe i don't know Lindsay allegedly that's robbed 18 counts dog hmm? that's 18 counts right. 20 counts somewhere around in there Lindsay allegedly robbed two 7-eleven stores a family dollar store a circle k and two sales mark what you doing going around the block you weren't aiming very high were you the family dollar 7-eleven circle k's sales mark like were you trying to get 40 dollars was that the dollar tree yeah you rob all them for 12 dollars and 37 cents general dollar was next on the list now i can finally put five dollars in my tank he's suspected of having fired a shot inside a family dollar uh store in october surveillance footage in the store show a person resembling Lindsay engaged in the robberies uh sources told wsoc that drugs are suspected to be the motive of the crime hmm amid the local media fallout of the crimes the true love church of refuge released a statement saying we the leadership of the membership of true love church of refuge are deeply saddened and disappointed with our leader and brother john thomas Lindsay, and facing charges associated with criminal activity though we denounce any involvement he may have had we love him and will continue to pray for him the ministry will continue to stand strong despite the latest allegations and will continue to preach the gospel of the kingdom long as he ain't gay uh police zeroed in on Lindsay after being led to him by a 24 year old man named fernando carrillo hernandez who was arrested tuesday and charged with three counts of robbery with a dangerous weapon and three counts of conspiracy to commit robbery with a dangerous weapon oh carrillo he he got charged with his own set of crimes this other person that's how they get you to snitch carrillo hernandez who does not appear to be connected to true love church or a refuge is allegedly responsible for robberies at circle query locations he also has a rap sheet that includes two drug related convictions uh guess the race of mr pastor i mean john thomas Lindsay. black karen's going with blizzy 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 black let's check the chat room uh he white uh see what happened when he don't tie three names white white black pastors are white collar when it comes to stealing this way and working too hard black man robbed them with this uh wait hold on black man robbed them with this here bible homie (laughs) (laughs) you gonna call this a robber (laughs) ellen james white (laughs) uh crying because they called him white boy god knows my heart black still from the collection plate black black still no money in the building fund and they already forgave him black i'm gonna go with white because reasons shouldn't find wait couldn't find a macy's white uh black uh all right the let's see everybody okay the correct answer is and karen mm-hmm. you were right he's white he's black Some of you guys did get it wrong, though. 
was your clue? The name of the church. I pay that close attention. Mm, that's smart. Mm-hmm. That's how you get them. Yeah, when you true love church of refuge. Come on, you you you, you don't find you're not a you know AME Zion would have gave it away because that's normally black. But you know I I pay stuff like that. Methodist I'd have been more lean towards white. But mm-hmm. now when you call it a pistol around the corner Baptist lamb down church, you black. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's his picture in the chat. Uh, did you, can you see it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Oh yeah, he very black. Yeah, he's a black man. Um so yep they got him caught him slipping um <laughs> he was he was in there trying to spread the gospel yeah it's very rarely that you see a white church that, that don't follow the traditional names <laughs> yeah they probably knew who it was just by this like pastor you know ah, that's you on camera. they could tell by the way he was robbing him he just came in and he was like now listen <laughs> I'm gonna need all the money in the safe. I'm not just talking about ones. I'm not just talking about fives. I'm not just talking about the tens. But I'm gonna need the twenties. <laughs> and all the change. Ah, can I get an amen? Um, what, what, sir? Um, you have a gun in my face. No, you will not get an amen. <laughs> can I get a sack of cash? Can I? Let me let me let me hear the let me hear all the cashiers say amen in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed the mic, you know the mic they talk across the uh the right yeah system. <laughs> yeah, you know the Bible say leadeth a man not unto temptation. Ah, <laughs> look around the store. What the fuck? Right, I think the pastor robbed us, dog. I'm pretty sure that was him. That it's not me. This is mysterious ways happening right now. It's a lot of things in that book. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> some nine year olds arrived at a lemonade stand. Oh shit. You can't sell lemonade no more? Uh, Beyonce can. I mean, I think it's copyright infringement, really. Ah! They was either gonna catch it in the, in the streets or they was gonna catch it in this courtroom, okay? Can't tell you. Lemonade is off, soft limits these days, guys but um yeah two nine-year-old children damn nine got robbed at lemonade stand didn't even catch that the first time i read it yeah uh ah, what they pull up and do a drive on lemonade stand what the fuck is happening here <laughs> run me run me your quarters fool what if it was about a pastor it could have been about a pastor it could have been or you know what happened you got savvy kids they were like, run me your, ch- um, sir, we don't take credit card here. Right. <laughs> you know, cause Sir, do you have Square? Do you have Square on right. your phone? That's the only one I can give it to you, sir. Do Square. Yeah. Uh, we take installments <laughs> as well. Yeah. Uh, we also, you can open up a line of credit yeah. at the Lemonade stand. Yeah, we, we, we debit a credit on. We, we don't do cash cause mama told me I might get robbed. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can play I can give you my iPhone. That's all I can give you, sir. <laughs> right. Uh, it doesn't seem like I want to play. All right. I'll just read it uh they've been arrested for robbing two nine-year-old children at a lemonade stand according to the hillsborough county sheriff department the children were sell- oh wait that's funny. after being robbed we cut the lemon nine-year-old lucas is at it again hey you know what i need some more lemons i need some more sugar and i'm like did you already go through oh yeah we're making money and i'm like oh like yeah we made three dollars we made seven dollars we made ten dollars and it was really cool because the 
like I said, the, the important thing is all the kids, like there was a group of kids and they were all doing it together. But yesterday, two people confronted Lucas and his friends, a 16-year-old girl and 19-year-old Deontay Small. For us to go get a bigger cup because they didn't like the cups that we had. Lucas admits he threw water at the two teens when he says they got pushy. I spilled water on him because they just kept on making us, budging us to go get it. And that's when he told deputies they pushed him for real and then stole his iPod and the money they'd made selling lemonade. Lucas's mother gets emotional just thinking about it. It's, it's innocent. They're just sitting there with a box, you know, magic markers, construction paper that they were in. Jacqueline Jolly was horrified. Someone would take money right out of a kid's hands. She called 911 when she learned the iPod was stolen as well. Turns out Small, a student at Freedom High School, lives nearby and police caught him quickly. Despite the robbery, Lucas and his neighborhood friends are trying again. His mom encouraged it. I told him the best way to deal with that is face your fear. All right, guys. Guess the race. Deontay Small, the uh, robber of um, these nine-year-old kids. Let me, oh, what the fuck? In black. Hold on. I'm say it again. I'm black. Karen's going with black for Deontay Small. Let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe. Um, let's see. Uh, Deontay Small, come on, buddy. Black as fuck. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Black says miss miss camine uh where uh was ice tea when them negroes showed up ah! it's ice tea um black mad the kids weren't selling kool-aid and sweet tea black black miss atlanta bumped in black this lemonade ain't even got sugar in it yo run yo shit little boy black uh the correct answer is black Did anyone even guess anything else? Mm-mm. Like everybody went black on that one. That name, because his name was Deontay Small. You know, I can't be mad at y'all. I don't know no white Deontay's. Every night they fool me. Y'all fool me, white folks. But, yeah, he was. He was like, gotta be. It's pretty low robbing children. Notes. Like what? How much? Seven dollars? Ten? Like I wonder how much he gonna come I mean, up. It was all, all in big cent. Right. Is it showing up in the yet? Yeah. Wait, I see why. Because the share button is broken. Try that again. Uh, more it's not working. Okay, now I said sharing. I don't see it. You know, it's still not showing up. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. Let me stop sharing and try to do it again. Rolling up on them kids. Can't believe mm-hmm. in our country. Right, them poor babies. Like I said. Come down a notch and look like a petty little brat by tweeting and Facebooking this just to open up dialogue so we can have an adult conversation. It's ridiculous. In America, you should be ashamed. Yeah, that ridiculous is the best part. Ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, we should be ashamed of ourselves that we got people robbing nine yards. It's up now. Okay. So that's him. Robbing them nine yards. Maybe he's maybe he's doing it for the money for a haircut. Something might have been happening. I think their whole plan was to rob the children not alone. That's why they was trying to send them off. That little boy was like, I'm not leaving my money here. The lemonade heist. Motherfucker did oceans of lemonade. Oh yeah, he did. 
uh all right let's go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round of guess the race so far karen is two for two y'all so i don't know what's going on your guess is good as mine i but know what's happening let's see if she tanks it i wouldn't put it past me mm-hmm. uh a low rent lothario who believes some female walmart shoppers wanted to be uh wanted to be noticed allegedly shot his semen at them through a syringe oh what's a low oh, a low rent lothario is that a, a piece of shit okay according to cops timothy blake 28 of west virginia confessed to following the shoppers then squirting his semen at them yeah girl you want a little bit of this semen no thank Looking you so good today yeah squirt a little bit of this semen on you i didn't ask for that investigators believe the semen shooter struck at least a dozen times over a two-month period uh what is that what is he doing just walking around with extra semen i know what are you jacking off sir it's disgusting to me too i can't believe it oh man cold globby shit just hitting you Ah. Oh. You probably never saw him coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess he said, was it as good for you as it was for me? Yep. Sounds like he was having some balls. <laughs> I guess you say easy come, easy go. <laughs> but seriously, this crime is very detestical. <laughs> i know it's funny too (laughs) clearly this guy was nuts (laughs) i guess they didn't see that man coming i said that already that was the first one (laughs) can't have it can't take mine can't take your joke not playing it for you (laughs) what's wrong with you Mm -mm -mm. you guys watched it live can carlos missy at me Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> Blake allegedly told Cos he believed one victim was displaying exhibitionist characteristics and wanted to be noticed. What? Mm-hmm. I guess that was his sperms of endearment. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm uh so then the criminal complaint says detectives asked blake whether the sperm spraying was like a sexual encounter and he told them maybe it was his way of having sex with these women and that was what he thought of when committing these acts so it made him feel sexually excited we just had sex i swear there's some sperm on you skip the middle step of having sex 
the criminal complaint says that uh according to the spoken gun blake told detectives that he would masturbate in his vehicle then ejaculate into the syringe oftentimes he would repeat the act in the walmart bathroom before striking the unwitting woman Mm. uh mm -mm -mm. Uh, in November, a Walmart shopper called the cops and said that a creepy man was shadowing her in the makeup aisle. Mm. See, men can be so disgusting. Mm-mm-mm. Um, and when the man passed, she felt something wet on her foot and lower back. Ugh. Ah! Oh, oh, Jesus Christ uh the substance was sticky oh that means she touched it then december 28th another woman said substance had been thrown on her or sprayed on her buttocks in marietta oh and on store surveillance video the cops realized it was the same man he's charged with accounts of multiple uh counts of felony obscenity guess the race of timothy blake sermon shooter white semen shooter i mean sermon shooter that's what the that's what the pastor was the sermon shooter this dude's a semen shooter karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe uh come on white <laughs> yeah it's quite the sticky kind uh two first names white uh walmart booty call white go back where you came from white white just like his semen uh it was wait if he was black sorry it's, the sun is on my camera on my uh, screen if he was black store employees would have been following him around <laughs> he wouldn't be able to get away with it that is some terrible uh there's some great racism and analysis there um and let's see what was the last one I got several. uh definitely white creepy well just t- wait creepy well just take this nut white uh white man with either pinpoint aim or a small cock what does work yeah how do you get in this how is he like coming in a funnel how do you even get it into the syringe you got to have a funnel or something oh a very small penis i don't know how you get uh oh man just the logistics by maybe he came in a condom and you know what? i'm thinking about this too much i don't care i don't i actually do not care how he was doing it uh white nasty white all right so everybody's going white and the correct answer is he was white mm-hmm. no the worst part is probably telling people he fucked these women since he thinks this is sex i had sex with that girl yeah my racism like that uh nine one one call operator yeah you been on it yeah, yeah. she was like white uh, white male yeah she was like white i didn't male? say that uh well if you don't have a premium you guys don't know that joke but <laughs> karen uh we played a 911 call for when jamal anderson put his dick out of the gas station and the operator assumed he was a white man and she was like oh again she, she was she was detested she just knew that man was white yeah uh she was disgusted uh all right guys so uh that's his picture of the semen bandit oh he very white this is a semen copycat crime actually a lot of people uh 
i think a lot of people have tried this one before Mm-mm-mm. uh all right let's move on from this guy to the next uh segment which of course is sword of ratchetness um let me get my sword music there we go I can't believe he did that crime not in private but out in the pubic Mm-mm-mm. sorry guys i couldn't help myself like he couldn't help himself i guess so it's all rational yep yep um think he did in the serial al this is a serial masturbator <laughs> Yep. Hopefully they can uh, erect some new laws to catch them. <laughs> alright, alright. That was the last one, I promise. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> uh, college football is full of strange traditions that date back many, many years and are held dear by an adored fan base. The LSU Tigers keep, keep a live tiger on campus. Florida State has a woman has a man riding horseback planting a spear at midfield the usc trojans pay podiatry bills at today's rose bowl game the usc trojans and penn state nittany lions and the pasadena football fans almost got way more than they bargained for while trying to hype the crowd the tommy trojan sword they throw it into the ground passionately this time he nearly impaled his foot in the process uh so yeah apparently uh they it didn't stab him in the foot but this is why you don't play with swords guys and why does the mascot have a real fucking sword come on it's not you're a real trojan get this motherfucker like a fake sword so stupid almost cut your foot out trying to impress some people i tell you you motherfuckers and these swords oh i did forget you know what we should have did fucking with black people because i did have something i want to talk okay, about yeah sorry to bring this up uh so late in the program um and and it's it's somewhat of a i guess you can make the argument that it's kind of a small infraction but uh it's kind of big to me uh because of the way people have been talking about it Mm -hmm. um the atlanta hawks gm Mm. um hey black man don't defend this dude don't do it uh he's a white guy and he uh was given a talk to i think it was like his name's wes wilcox he's married to a black woman he has three black kids you know or mixed race kids however you prefer it um but apparently um he's the beneficiary of the team having to get rid of some other brass because of some insensitive racial shit in the past one of them was danny ferry i think and he was talking about luau dang and making some jokes about africans and saying luau dang is like an african that'll rip you off in a store or something like that then another the owner when the part owner bruce levinson he said some shit about black fans and how they didn't really want them or something and you know he volunteered that by himself and ended up like i think um 
trying to i think it was trying to sell the team or something but still you know this came in the wake of the donald sterling incident where he got recorded in a private conversation with a black woman uh and was saying racist shit right so now wilcox uh apparently attempted to make a joke at a recent meeting with fans uh where at least two black attendees found the joke to be inappropriate the joke in question came during the december 7th chalk talk event with a crowd of more than 200 season ticket holders and team members had the chance to ask him a variety of topics related to the hawks on-court product um season ticket holder clarenton carford by his account made his displeasure with coach mike bolden budden holzer known he offered to renew for two more seasons if the organization hired mark jackson instead another fan spoke about the heat for a veteran point guard the need yeah the need for a veteran point guard and at one point a member asked wilcox why the hawks best players were playing fewer minutes than they were at the start of the year according to crawford and another source who was present wilcox who was white tried to diffuse attention with a joke i know you guys may be angry with me but i'm used to it because i have a black wife and three mixed kids so i'm used to people being angry and argumentative uh yeah that's that's a no dog you can't say that uh and and there's a variety of reasons like one people tried to throw the like well if he was black it would it would it be okay um no it's still fucked up you know uh black women are tired of motherfuckers using the angry black stereo angry black woman stereotype and trope to demean them you know and it's not about his wife being cool with it because he would have made a nigger joke and been like but my wife lets me say it we'd all be like man fuck him that's not okay and for people that think it's too sensitive and it's fucked up a lot of times it's because we haven't had that stereotype leveled at us the angry black man stereotype isn't nearly as harmful or prevalent as the angry black woman stereotype especially in relationships like like the idea you the idea of a black woman is not uh you know to be wanted because of course she's angry and there's so many black women that live their day-to-day life trying so hard to not fit this stereotype that in many cases they actually become like they do themselves harm yeah you do don't speak up i know i right. have that problem i don't speak up for myself i've gotten better as i've gotten older but there's been a lot of instance, incidents when i was younger where I wouldn't speak up, I wouldn't show my emotions because you didn't want me to show this anger. But once you get to a certain point, I can't speak for them. I mean, nah, fuck that. I'm angry. I have the right to feel angry. There's nothing I'm doing wrong. I'm being provoked, and motherfucker, you gonna deal today. But I hadn't always been like that. Right, and then there's and there's like the obvious overt um, issue of you're throwing your wife under the bus uh, and all black women under the bus uh, as as if well marrying dating a black woman means you deal with an angry woman all the time um and more and and it was black women like it wasn't just his wife and uh when i saw black men kind of trying to eschew this shit i was like no we don't get to do that Mm -mm. because let's switch one word let's switch the word out angry and switching the word lazy lazy is a stereotype that applies to all black people it's not it's not it's not one that's only hurt women lazy is one that's hurt women men children everybody that's black you like we all hate when people say that shit we know it's bullshit and we know it's a harmful stereotype that's been spread we would all be mad if he said lazy Mm -hmm. the fact that he said angry we can compartmentalize it to black women which means we all get to say oh you're being too sensitive and we also get this since we view sports as a man's realm it's almost like women should be an afterthought so if it's something that offends women fuck them right 
because they obviously don't buy season tickets or attend games or they're not their mothers and wives and shit of these players uh they're not people really you like what are they even doing paying attention to this shit this our time this is god's corner um another thing i noticed um this is what happens when you don't respect comedy as well you ain't a comedian dog come on you a gm you don't let you wouldn't let like fucking uh uh you wouldn't let bill burr be the gm of the fucking hawks for a day because you'd be like oh, this is motherfucking crazy you're a comedian do your job you shouldn't be trying to do comedy in your fucking corporate meeting because uh of hack shit like this not going over well and then you're talking around everybody's too sensitive and you you're the only one everybody's wrong but but you right uh also just because you married to black people that shit don't give you no pass on racism it means nothing you know like whatever y'all private jokes and discussions are those are private if you and your wife have the my wife is angry and mean thing and y'all that that's like a and black women by proxy are all angry and mean and your wife thinks that's funny and lets you get away with it in the privacy of your own home keep it there because if you really knew black folks you know you can't take that shit outside your home and think oh he's so funny he's so right we are angry like all the sisters are looking at each other like we do be tripping over nothing y'all <laughs> fuck you man you know what i mean so it was just uh and it was really the defense of it that pissed me off because i don't really him fucking up is kind of you i'm used to white folks fucking up that happens right um whether they be i mean that whether you be there or not right Mm -hmm. but here's the thing i was thinking about right i thought of this this morning for the black men that dismissed it where were you at on the phil jackson posse comment come on phil jackson got proximity to blackness he's had black players and friends his whole life um i didn't see all that plea copping for phil it was very much understood and he didn't say nigger or anything it was understood it was implied the idea that these businessmen surrounding lebron james would be referred to as a posse we understood the disrespect intended towards all black people we didn't just go towards those five or maybe they cool with it we understood like oh no 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 that's a thing you say about black business people that you wouldn't say about white business people well this is a thing you say about a black woman specifically that you would not say about another race of woman when it comes to this oh you know how it is dealing with these angry women like no you said that ain't a black woman which infers she should be angry when she gets home and if you think that that's being too sensitive and making shit up then you need to wake the fuck up because it ain't even that fucking complex it should be reflex and you know what's funny if he would have said some fucked up shit like well i'm used to dealing with lazy players i mean i got a black wife and three black sons you know who else would be mad like it wouldn't just be black men black women would be mad too they'd be like that's a fucking racist stereotype you shouldn't be saying that shit about black people but when it's something targeted towards black women everybody got a fucking nuanced hemming and hawing and oohs and ahs and everything but oh yeah that's fucked up i don't give a fuck if he gets fired i really don't like he's like people trying to make his black family and the hostages and shit i really wouldn't care nothing's gonna happen to him because at the end of the day you defending his ass and he's a black he's a white man at the end of the day he don't need defending nothing bad is gonna happen to him for saying this shit that's typical white people shit but in a, a league that's taking the stance against racism and things of this nature um you can't just pull the plug when it comes to black women as well like you can't be like well that's different they women but that's exactly what it happened that's exactly what happened some dude argued me up and down yesterday on twitter 
just avoid trying to avoid the very obvious like well you know it's different i mean i don't know his wife she may be cool with it right you don't know his wife you don't know her she wasn't up there speaking we don't know her what i do know is he was speaking to everybody all the the public the people he wants to buy tickets and he basically decided i'm gonna throw black women under the bus in this moment because isn't that funny fuck that man it's fucked up you know you want to make jokes about your black wife being mean you got to start a podcast the way i did and put it behind a paywall with justin okay <laughs> if you really want to you know what you i really mean want to make jokes about black women start a comedy podcast and then suddenly ask for help over the years and hope somebody hears your cries okay it's the only way but nah seriously that dude uh was fucked up and right. uh apparently he apologized but i heard the apology was pretty whack yeah half ass it's doing that it's most people don't know how to apologize and also it's one of the things where i feel about the nfl and the nba when it comes to women you want our money because you take shit and you specifically target us men ain't buying earrings men ain't buying necklaces men, straight men ain't buying bracelets you know they're not buying uh women cut shirts not buying women cut uh jerseys they're not buying jersey dresses men are not buying this shit they're not buying women purses they're not buying that shit women are so that means that women's asses attend the game love the team want to participate in shit we're there you want our money but you don't want our voices you don't really give a fuck about us and it shows and that's the shit that's got them infuriating particularly being a woman that actually enjoys both of these sports right you know what else i'm wondering i'm tired of in this case uh white a white dude zach klein on twitter tired of white people chiming in when they think something's not racist hey he's not a racist guys i know he has a black wife and kids so that so i guess that's i mean if i got black friends i mean i guess it's impossible right right if anything that should have told him to know better to not take that shit outside his house you know but um yeah it's just it's ridiculous man like i said i heard he apologized i haven't actually read it or played it for myself yet i'll look at probably do it on balls deep but um yeah man if you're a black dude don't jump in front of that bullet for this dude you sound fucking ridiculous right and the thing is when it when shit happens and women actually need men to jump in front of bullets for shit like this y'all ain't there like if like like if it and that's the thing you're defending him versus coming and be like you're wrong now, when amy schumer said black men be street harassing or something like on twitter she was like well we all know what street harassers look like you know like on some like it's black men shit black women jumped in her shit too like it wasn't just you know when when yeah, fucking um lena dunham said that shit about obj and people had to go with her about you know this idea of uh, treating black men like they should be some type of fucking sexual predator or something same thing it wasn't no ooh odd ah, nuance what about this or oh, well you know sometimes black men it was like it was unequivocally like mind your motherfucking business and stop keep keep black people name out your mouth it's only when this kind of shit happens that all of a sudden black men jump up like well hold up now we don't want to judge the man too quick okay ladies like man you sound fucked up you sound hypocritical that's all all right man we'll be back tomorrow with the guys from medium popcorn uh can't wait to talk to them uh because things gonna be awesome mm-hmm. until then 
i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.